Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk podcast. The Story Walk podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. Over a hundred years ago, a young man named Edward Maker came to Canada. He landed in the Maritimes, in a city called Halifax. And though it was beautiful, he wanted to move west and see the virgin country. He took a train as far as it could go, passing through places like Montreal, Toronto, and eventually reaching the prairies. Upon reaching the prairies, he joined a wagon train and took the wagon train as it passed over the prairies on wagon tracks. This was very comfortable and an interesting way to see the beautiful expanse of the prairies. Soon, he saw some hills and mountains in the distance. And this was his first glimpse of the mighty Canadian Rocky Mountains. As he got near the mountains, the wagon track disappeared, and at a small camp he exchanged his chuck wagon for a team of three horses, one for him and two to bring what little goods he had. He followed a big river known as the Bow River as it made its way up a valley and into the mountains. As he got deeper into the mountains, he became excited as he had never seen mountains like these. The mountains were large and beautiful, and in fact, he found the whole setting spectacular. He was following trails made by the animals that dominated these mountains and this valley. Soon, he came to the confluence of two rivers at a small waterfall. He found this location to be spectacular as he looked around at the mountains all around. There were no other humans anywhere around him. He thought to himself, this shall be my kingdom. He quickly hatched the idea to build a castle here in the middle of the mountains. This was a crazy idea, some would say, but for him, it seemed an incredible idea. And though it was late in the season, he started to consider where he could build this castle. As the snow started to fall, he quickly built a small one-room log cabin, just big enough for him to sleep and to have a stove to keep him warm, for the winters in the Canadian Rockies were terribly cold. That winter was a cold winter, but he spent time exploring the area around what would soon to be his castle. 
As the snow started falling, he saw a few bears trying to find the perfect place for the winter hibernation. And later in the season saw tracks of cougars, wolves, coyotes, foxes, ptarmigans, bunnies, and more. It was incredible to live in this amazing location, surrounded by animals, tall trees, snow, and the most grandiose mountains. As the snows melted, he started to map out where he was going to build his castle. This would be a huge undertaking, but he was excited. He was excited to build something that was in his dreams. He felt he just might be the king of the Canadian Rockies. His plan was to build a castle with one level made of bricks, or rocks in this case, as there were no bricks nearby, and then to build four more levels above made with wood. That summer, he spent almost the entire summer hauling stones and rocks from the river. He took most of the rocks from the Spray River and had to haul them up a hill, for he wanted the views from the hill and to be separated from floods which would come most springs. In fact, he spent two whole months just hauling stones up a hill. It was exhausting, and his three horses by the end were almost lame. They had lost a lot of weight. However, as summer progressed, the famous grasses of the Canadian Rockies came out. These were tremendously nutritional grasses, and the horses regained their strength. That summer, Edward Maker started to build the base of his castle. While he hauled thousands of rocks up to where he wanted to build the castle, he now needed to make cement, and again spent a month hauling sand from the riverbed all the way up to the hill. As summer turned to autumn, he actually hadn't built anything. And he decided that he would finish the season by felling trees. He got out his axe and his saw and cut down over 100 trees. While he was sad he had to cut down the trees, he knew that the castle would be beautiful and be a wonderful home for him and what he hoped would soon be his family. To make up for cutting down the trees, he went to other parts and replanted trees, knowing that he would build a forest to compensate for the forest he had cut down. As the snows started to fall, Edward was not looking forward to moving back into his small cabin. It was so small he could touch all the walls with his hands from standing in the very middle. Luckily this year, he had purchased more provisions and was not going to spend the entire winter living off of beans and rice, for he had some bacon and some coffee. In addition, this winter, he was going to start building tools and other things he would need for next summer. The second summer dawned late, for it had been a hard winter. Snow had almost covered Edward's little log cabin. However, as the snow melted, Edward started cutting down more trees and preparing the logs for the castle. As soon as it got warm enough, Edward mixed concrete and started to build the base layer of stone walls. As Edward built the foundations of the castle, he realized that it would be a huge undertaking. And instead of building the entire foundations, he changed his goal for this year to simply build one small area for him to live. 
he had the walls of this one room going up almost 10 feet in the air. And as the snow started to fall, he put a roof on this little one-room castle of his. Finally, he built the most beautiful stone fireplace that would keep him warm and get him out of his hovel that winter. In fact, he spent that third winter inside the small bit of his castle, and he loved living there. For he had a window to see outside, space to sit on the floor, as well as the warmest stone fireplace he'd ever experienced. As spring sprung for the third summer, Edward was surprised because one day, riding up on a horse, he saw the most beautiful woman ever, followed by an old, strong man. The man introduced himself as Old Man Livingston with his daughter, Elizabeth. They were interested in what Edward were doing and quickly liked the idea of helping to build a castle. They made a deal that they would help build the castle, provided they could have a room. This was an easy decision for Edward, for three people could make much more progress than one person on himself. The group of them started immediately on building a second room. And in fact, old man Livingston was such a hard worker, they were able to build a third and a fourth room. And by the end of that summer, had constructed almost the entire first level of the castle. During a trip back to the prairies to get more supplies, Old Man Livingston had told a few people what they were doing here at the confluence of the Spray River and the Bow River. And as autumn came, a few other people came to join. Soon there were 17 people on the castle. And though it was winter, they were able to continue working throughout the winter, putting beams onto the brick walls and enclosing the entire first level. Edward Maker was surprised that so many people wanted to contribute and help him build this castle. However, he knew that they also saw the beauty and the vision of building such an incredible place. And Edward decided he didn't want to be the king of the castle. He wanted lots of people to live in this castle with him, each with their own space, enjoying the beauty of the Canadian Rockies. The following spring, the fourth summer that Edward had been working on the castle. He realized that he had fallen in love with old man Livingston's daughter, Elizabeth. As they started working, more people came to help build the castle. And one morning out on a walk, fetching some water, Edward surprised Elizabeth by asking her to marry him. She quickly said yes, and old man Livingston was very proud because he knew that Edward was an honorable man, and would provide a wonderful life and be a caring husband for his daughter Elizabeth. Over the summer, over a hundred people came to this castle and helped build it, and quickly a second level was made entirely out of wood, and before the summer was over, a third level had been made. The castle was taking shape, and it was beautiful. And in fact, tourists were coming from the prairies simply to see a castle in the middle of the Rockies. People were amazed that somebody would build a castle in this location. And they recognized the beauty from the upper story, looking out over the valley and the rivers and seeing all the mountains and the vision Edward Maker had. That winter was a tremendously exciting winter 
as all the families and people living in the castle came together for celebrations. As well, they continued to work building furniture, making floors, and even adding a fourth story during the winter. The following summer was the last summer. They put the fifth story onto the castle. They put a roof. They even put some turrets around different parts of the castle, which they designated as rooms for quiet reflection and enjoying the beautiful views of the valley. Over the coming years, Edward Maker and his wife Elizabeth had 11 children, and they loved their life in this castle in the Canadian Rockies. In fact, it was so beautiful and popular that soon a little village sprung up a short distance away. This village was named Banff, and they named Edward's castle the Banff Castle. After many years, one spring, the residents of the castle woke up to find that Edward Maker his wife Elizabeth, their 11 children, and old man Livingston had gone. All their possessions remained. However, Edward's tools and the family's horses were no longer there. Nobody ever saw Edward Maker, Elizabeth Maker, their family, or old man Livingston again. There were theories that they'd moved back to England. Other theories said they'd gone deep into the mountains and found a beautiful lake. And in this lake, they'd build a small cabin for just their family. This so-called secret lake was abundant with fresh fish and wildlife abounded around. And Edward and his wife Elizabeth just wanted to enjoy this beautiful location and raise their kids, enjoying nature and the outdoors. Nobody ever knew if this was true. However, decades later, Small cabins would be found in the Canadian Rockies, with no trail going to them, but a beautiful log cabin that could sleep up to 15 people would be found. And people speculated, could this be where Edward Maker and his wife Elizabeth had gone to? Today, you can visit Edward's Castle. It's now known as the Banff Springs Hotel, and this beautiful hotel is known as the Castle in the Rockies. This has been a made-up story. The Banff Springs Hotel does exist. Although it wasn't constructed by Edward Maker and his wife Elizabeth, it is a remarkable building. And if you ever get the opportunity to stay there, it is spectacular. And the views looking out over the Spray Valley and the Bow Valley are remarkable. Our family's favorite time to go there is in autumn, as the first snows start to fly. And as you explore Banff National Park, you'll see animals getting ready for winter. Bears eating their last bits of food. Elk, Rocky Mountain sheep, looking for places to spend their winter with good grazing. It's a beautiful part of this world. And if you ever get the chance to go, I urge you to go. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.